everyone, and welcome to the Baseball Fever Podcast. I am your host, Julia, and I am joined today by my friend, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. Hi, Julia. How are you? Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Um, today, we have a pretty hot topic that's going around Major League Baseball lately, which is the use of illegal substances. Of course, MLB has decided recently to crack down on pitchers using these substances and just pretty much just get a feel for who's using them, who's not, and just kind of like stop it all together. So, Sarah, I wanted to hear like your like general thoughts on the sticky substances in baseball. Do you believe players use it? Do they don't? Do they not? Like, what's like just your initial thoughts on this subject? Um. Well, to be honest with you, like I think you can tell which pitchers use it and which pitchers don't use it. I think it's kind of obvious because if they're throwing the signs that they are using it, which some of them don't, but they're making you assume that they are, because I've noticed that they'll give like certain alerts and signals to batters like they are like they'll touch the hat or the inside of the glove or they're like wipe their back pocket and it looks a little suspicious if they keep doing it during the game so I think honestly it really depends on the pitcher I don't really think and it's also the batter too seeing what the pitcher's doing because if it's the batter's just delusional about it and doesn't know what's going on then he then you're really just shit out of luck, basically. But honestly speaking, I think you kind of know which pitchers use it, which pitchers like don't even think of using it. Yeah, that's true. Um, even um, Josh Donaldson was one of the pe- people he singled out. Garrett Cole using it, he kind of accused him of using it. But like, I feel, I feel like, I feel like almost every pitcher uses it. I mean, the ones who like like it, because I know Jameson Tyon said recently how he tried it once when he was rehabbing and he hated it. It freaked him out and stuff. I feel like either you have that stance or you've been using it, especially since for so many years MLB hasn't said anything about it. So I feel like if no one says anything about it and everyone's getting away with it, like why wouldn't you use it if it helps you? So I, my opinion is I think that like pitchers who like it and think it helps them, I think they're using it. So um, also about Josh Donaldson, about him singling out Cole, what are your thoughts on that? Honestly, I – Got the update about it. I got the update from a couple sources, um, even sources that have different podcasts. And you don't even know what to believe anymore because you're like, you're getting all these curveballs thrown at you. And then all of a sudden you just see like your ace thrown into the mix without even a warning. It was like coming out of the blue. Like I woke up one morning and read from the score And I was like, wait, what is this? Like, I don't understand what's going on. But then I read into the substances more and I was like, do they really think he's using that? Does Josh Donaldson really think he's that type of person? Because I know most of these Dodgers fans were like, oh, but it looks like Cole does use it. And I'm like, how do you know that? First of all, you've only seen him pitch with the Astros, obviously, when they were cheating. I can understand that. But first of all, we're not even talking about the Astros right now. Cole is over them already. We've gotten over that. It's been two years since he left. So if you want to signal Cole about still being in Astroland, then you really don't know what's going on. So for Josh Donaldson to even signal him out and to be like, well, I think Cole is the only one doing it. No, you don't do that. You figure out Every single pitcher is using it because they think it's going to help them. But mind, mind you, what Jameson Tyone said, he said he freaks him out. Or the whole situation of it freaking him out. So honestly, I don't like it. Yeah, I definitely think that. I feel like if Donald 
Wilson, I've noticed that there's an issue with it with pitchers. Like, okay, you can speak out. I know he's a very outspoken person, like, in the league. But I feel like for him to, like, just, like, single out Cole was just, like, messed up in a way. I feel like you could have said it in a more general terms. But, like, to kind of single out Cole, I just don't think it was right. And especially since, like, Donaldson, like, I'm not sure how, like, well he knows Cole. Because, like, I don't think they were ever teammates before. But, like, kind of single him out was just not the right move. Like, I feel like he could have just went out and said it generally or said it more privately. Do like MLB? Oh, I think Garrett Cole's using it. But the, the, the thing is, Cole is a great guy. We know that he's not, like, a bad person. So even, like, I know he, he kind of gave that local response when he was asked about the use of Spider-Tap. But, like, he might have just fell into the trap that like, many players have, as I mentioned, that, like, if, if like, many all these players are using it, and, like, it's, it's kind of like a trend, like, you hop on the trend. Like, you'd be cool, like, okay, all these pitchers are using it, and I'm getting away with it. Might as well I try it. And if it helps him, why not use it? And I feel like these pitchers, are just, they're just trying to improve their game. So I feel like there was something wrong with it if nothing's going on. But now since they're cracking down on it, now you have to start worrying about it. But overall, I just think it was not right for Donaldson to single out Cole. And even when he faced Cole just last week, he was over three with two strikeouts. So, like, what does that say? Like, is he going to say, oh, yeah, he's cheating. Look, he struck me out twice. Like, I don't know about that. So, um, my next question, um, how important was it for Cole to go out and, like, kind of prove himself to the baseball world? Like, everyone had eyes on him coming into that star. Like, okay, is he using the spider attack? Is he not? Like, how important was it for him to go out there and show that he is truly the ace he is, no matter what he might, might have used in the past? To be honest with you, I think you kind of have to just go out and be yourself, whether you like what the media is saying about you or not. I mean, you're not going to always get positive feedback from the media. So either than that, everyone's going to be talking about you, saying nonsense about you. But I think you just have to just go out and do your job and, like, be the person that the Yankees wanted. Don't be the person that the media wants you to be because the media, at the end of the day, they want you to buckle. They want you to screw up. They want you to be um, in the corner by yourself. They want you to mope around. But you can't give them the benefit of the doubt saying, I can be like this. No, you want to prove yourself better. So I think that's technically what he did when he went out. And Donaldson is an idiot, to be honest with you, because he just wants the attention on himself. Notice the media doesn't talk about him unless he throws his tantrums. So honestly speaking, I just think Donaldson did it for the attention. I don't even think he did it to benefit Cole personally, because Gary Cole has been in the media a couple times. Even when the Astros came out with their scandal, he was mentioned. Obviously, within the trade deadline, he was mentioned as well. So, to be honest with you, at the end of the day, I feel like you should just go out and do your job and avoid the media. Even if it's so difficult, you should still avoid them. That's true. And for someone like Cole, who's been around for a while, he, he knows the game, he probably is better at kind of, like, keeping the media out of his head. I know, like, I've heard people say, like, I'm sure he wanted, like, a chance to, like, beat, like answer that question again with the spider attack. But, of course, you, once you say something, you can't get it back. So, I think someone like him is professional enough and knows how to handle the media. And even, that goes to my point that, like, Cole, like, people like Cole and DeGrom and Bauer and Shane Bieber, like, these people are dominant pitchers no matter what. Like, even, maybe if they're using spider attack, maybe it improves their game, their spin rate or their speed or anything like that, or their accuracy even. But, like, they're great pitchers no matter what. Like, maybe a pitcher who's, like, on the border of, like, a minor league, major league player, you could say, okay, it's, like, they're a night and day difference. Maybe that really helps them against the major leagues. But someone like Cole, just to single out, just made no sense, really. And it's just, like, he's a great pitcher no matter what. That's, that's my point. And even, like, DeGrom, like, I know there's been suspicion about him using it and, like, touching his glove. I saw those videos. Like, 
I mean, his ERA is like fifty, like point five six right now. So I wouldn't be surprised if he used, if he's still using it. I thought like after all this, he would stop. But I know his teammates have said things like, "Okay, he's not using it." So like, do you think Degrom is using any kind of substance? I mean, I don't think he is. To be honest with you, I think because the Mets just need the media. Period. And all their hype is around Lindor, basically. So they just want DeGrom to get some light. But I really think, like, personally speaking, MLB should be focusing on other things rather than some sticky crap that these pitchers use to throw to make their spin rate go faster, to make the ball go a different direction. There's other things that need to be focused on rather than what substance they're using. If you're not killing anybody while doing it, I don't understand what the problem is. I understand they consider it cheating. I understand that they consider it a tactic that these pitchers use to at least be more dominant. But if you're a dominant pitcher already, why do you need something to help you? But like you said, somebody on a college level going into their pro year, obviously they're going to experiment with anything to get better because they want to be picked up by a team that's better than where they are now. But still, you have been in the organization and or the league for so freaking long. Why would you even try? That's exactly. my thing. Yeah, especially since MLB hasn't done anything about it in so long. Or I, don't, I, don't, I can't even remember the last time they, they said something about it. But like, right. if, if it really meant something, why why are they just bringing it up now? And like taking Donaldson's comments and actually starting to investigate it now. Like it's been happening for years. And like pitchers have like I'm sure pitchers who have used it uh, have gotten used to it too. And they might start seeing bad results because they have been so reliant on it. And that's MLB's fault for not for not like cracking down on that. Not saying oh you can't use that substance or okay this guy's touching his hat yeah that's illegal. I just feel like I just feel like MLB has done a better job with it and to all of a sudden come out and try to like. Like, yeah, like tear down these pitchers who are doing so great, and I'm sure something else that brought, like that got this like conversation is, is the amount of strikeouts and like mm-hmm. the, the average of overall in the league. Like people aren't hitting as good anymore, but like you, you, people blame the shifts. People blame so many different things about it: the ball being dead end and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, overall, it's like the, pitch, the the hitters just have to adjust to the pitchers. Yes. It's, so it's like that's not like the only issue. Like you mentioned, there's other issues around the game. How about these hitters learn how to hit the ball to the opposite field? Right. Yes, that's another thing. And the shift is another problem because these minor league kids, they're coming up here trying to hit Garrett Cole's fastball and they can't do it. So you got to kind of blame the minor league system here saying, what are you doing to prepare these batters for the major level? Because obviously you're going to be dealing with guys your age on your minor league team. Then when the head coach or the manager calls up from the major level, and you're not ready, then that shows you it's on you. It's not on the pitcher. Yeah, you're right. I feel like these people just blame these pitchers. Oh, okay, DeGrom and Cole and all these great pitchers use this substance, and that's why they're dominating the game. That's not true. I mean, the pitchers are getting better, and everyone's improving, and the hitters just start ha- have to improve too. And the shift, I mean, my opinion on the shift, I think it should be allowed. I just think the hitters really need to adjust because – I, I don't think you can really – you should be able to, like, control where the – like the, if you say the shortstop has to stay on the left side of second base, like, I just feel like that's not right. Let the fielders play where they want to play. They have the scouting report of the players already. Their players are established. I just feel like these hitters need to start adjusting, start learning how to hit the ball the other way, don't lay down like a drag spot, beat the shift or something like that. Like, you just need to see, you need to see more of that in this game. Everything's just too reliant. Yes, 
That's exactly what has been said a couple of times, especially through media. I don't even look at social media through that. I only look at certain people because I feel like when you're interested in the sport for so long, you know who's being a phony baloney and you know who's not being a phony baloney. So at the end of the day, it's like you kind of have to go to the people with the most experience here. And I say this because it's like the ones who give you the most experience are the ones you learn off of. See, with when Girardi was a manager for the Yankees, he knew more than Boone does now because he was a catcher, honestly speaking. And the fact that they got rid of all these good people, it just bothers me to the point where the pitching could have been better and the batting could have been better. Because when you have a coach who's gone through 37 different billion angles in the sport, you kind of have an idea. I understand the Phillies, you know, swept this two games. I completely understand that. But the Phillies are still struggling, just like the Yankees are. But at the end of the day, you kind of have to see who has more knowledge. That's what it comes down to. If you're going to bring up a manager that has absolutely no idea what's going on on any end of the spectrum, how are they going to help the organization, let alone the team? Because you already told the organization you know enough. You might know what you know, but not what the organization is looking for. That's very true. Yeah, it makes me think about, too, how um, this Phillies series that the Yankees just played, I, I've been following the Phillies recently. I actually like that Phillies team. And, like, they have not been playing that great. Of course, they have, you see they're playing 500 baseball like the Yankees are. But, like, Bryce Harper has, like, been like, in a slump in, like, the last, like, couple weeks. And all of a sudden, in this game, he's, like, getting a hit every time. And his number mm-hmm. time is, like, over 25. And, like, for them to come out and just beat the Yankees that bad, it makes you think even, like, it makes you think about the manager, Aaron Boone. Like, was it right to get to get rid of Girardi after 2017? Because Girardi has so much experience in the sport. And now you're bringing in Aaron Boone, who did play. He was a major league player, played for the Yankees, and then played for a couple organizations. But he doesn't have the knowledge a manager needs. He, he's a young manager. He was a rookie manager just a couple of years ago. And I feel like that's – you're right. The knowledge with, with these organizations, that's why it depends. And that brings me actually to another question I have about Garrett Cole and if he picked up this use of spider attack or the use of any kind of legal substance from the Astros because recently, I don't know if you remember, in 2017, they had so many pitchers that like just kind of broke through. Like Even Dallas Keuchel was like, he's like in his 30s. He was pitching great that year. And Justin Verlander was like reestablished. And even that guy Lance McCullers Jr., who has never been known as a good player, uh-huh. suddenly just break, broke through. And I remember everyone saying, oh, yeah, their, their pitching coaches is the best and everything like that. So Stop think- the pitching coach. Yeah, no, that's what it sounds like. Do you, do you think that they were using some kind of substance there and that's where Cole maybe got used to it or used it? Uh, that's what I'm thinking because I know Pittsburgh, I've seen Pittsburgh games, and to be honest with you, the pitching coach knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing, even if the team offensively is really terrible but still can win some games. But I think it's the, at the end of the day, it's due to the fact that the pitchers are probably using it with the Astros. They're definitely using it because you can't rely so much on your pitching coach. Your pitching coach can only rely off of analytics. I feel like that's where this sport is going, where to the point of you're not focusing on what matters most. You're focusing on, oh, this pitcher's only getting better because he's using this and he's using this. You rely on all these things. At the end of the day, you're still going to be terrible whether you use it or not. It depends on how you are as a person. See, people forget that baseball players are people before they put on the uniform. You have to realize not everybody's going to be 100% every game. 
Because look at Bauer in yesterday's Dodger game. They lost the same score that they won the day before. So it shows you Bauer's already six and five. It shows you the type of person that he physically is. He's got himself on this high pedestal, but MLB has him on a different one. Yeah, especially Trevor Bauer, too, has been, like, accused of using that stuff, too. And he's, like, mm-hmm. of course, a big, like, outspoken player, too. And he's kind of like, I think he's pretty fun. I think he, like, gives the, the sport a fun twist. But overall, yeah, like, I feel like pitching coaches, like, especially with people using the spider attack and whatever they use, I just feel like pitching coaches might not have as much of a role anymore. Like, the pitching coach can only do so much, as you mentioned. Right. Like, I feel like these players, the pitchers have to go out there and do themselves. You can't, like, people, like, even, like, how teams stop hitting. Like, the Yankees, they haven't been hitting that great overall. And mm-hmm. you blame the hitting coach right away. Well, I mean, ultimately, it's the players going out there and underperforming. Right. That's basically what it is. And technically, your offense and defense have to be on the same page. They're not on the same page. You're going to have a problem. And when it comes to postseason, they scratch regular season automatically. So postseason, you have to start over again. So technically, at the end of the day, the last person up in that bullpen is your closer. And if your closer is not ready and your starter was ready the whole time, you know your pitching staff is terrible that they can't help your closer because when you have two outs and you have a full count on this one batter that you know is going to blow your head open and might actually win a big game, you can't rely on your closer. The batter is pretty much going to blow your closer out whether you like it or not. So I think like managers should start realizing these certain things that when you want your pitchers to go out on a higher level or a higher pedestal rather than any regular season game. Yeah. You could think about, Oh, we lost today. We'll win tomorrow. It doesn't work like that in the postseason. You lose a couple games. You're automatically eliminated. You're right. And um, I think like the use of analytics, like, I feel like that is like taking over the game because like you can see like a pitcher might be pitching really, really good. And then even if it is in the postseason, let's say, like, even like similar to like the Blake Snell situation last year, like let's yes. say you, you're watching him and he's pitching great. But then the analytics say, oh, once he raises the third time through the order or whatever, he, he blows up and he's not good and he gives up. So, okay, he may be pitching great right now. It's only the six innings. He won't get this many pitches. But this is what the analytics say. And then that's when they took, they took Snell out and then they ended up blowing that game. Like, yeah. it's like this, the analytics, I don't, this is a whole different topic I'm going into, but like, this is the analytics, like, you can't rely on them so much. Of course, like, for certain situations, you can, but I just feel like, I feel like the game overall is just getting too, like, just relying on it too much. Because yes. Overall, these, like you said, these are, these are humans. These are players. They have, like, their lives outside, outside baseball. And maybe one day, they weren't, maybe a couple days, like, maybe in the regular season, they weren't feeling so great. So they weren't going to have, like, their adrenaline flowing, so that's what happened. But then the postseason is a whole different story. That's like, like, you, like you said about how the analytics should like be thrown away for the regular season once you make it to the postseason. I think I I couldn't agree more with that because the postseason is just a whole different vibe. Like just it's just a whole different game, and yeah. pitchers could just be different people. Like the, the adrenaline rush brings a whole different pitcher out. Yeah. It definitely does. It really does. And to be honest with you, it puts more pressure on the pitchers rather than the offense because the offense is supposed to be helping out by scoring the runs to keep the pitcher in the game. That's technically what people forget is the fact that these people who make these baseball movies back then, when did you ever focus about analytics in a game, period? Especially when filming a movie. The only movie that honestly focused on that was Moneyball. And that movie didn't even do well because... 
everybody analytically who was into analytics at the time watched the movie and obviously understood. But at the end of the day, any baseball movie nowadays is not going to be talking about the spin rate of a pitcher or where his fastball is going to go. Now, I understand some pitchers think that the the spider tack and all these substances are going to work because it focuses on you throwing wild pitches rather than not throwing them. So honestly speaking, I can understand why some pitchers use it. But at the end of the day, why are you bringing up the conversation now so many odd years down the road when this organization still stinks? Exactly. That's what I feel like, too, because, like, it's been so long since MLB has said something about it. So now they're finally trying to, like, change the whole story around. And it's just, like, it's just, like, it comes, it's coming out these pictures too quick. And I even I even saw something online. Like, it's the middle of the season. Now you're going to, like, really, like, scare these pitchers and freak them out. Meanwhile, right. I, I did hear a lot of pitchers who, who do use it might only use it just for their accuracy. I'm sure. I mean, I heard, I heard um, some, some hitters and stuff say, uh, I'd rather them use it so they don't hit me, hit me with a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Oh, right. Like, that could be that would be an issue in the game if everyone was just throwing wild. Especially yeah. Someone, I, I'm not saying Cole uses it at all, but I'm saying like let's say he used it for his accuracy, and now he's gonna not use it. And then he and like he has the 101 mile an hour pitch. What if he like he's gonna hit people and hurt people? Right. The whole other problem that this game has. Right. So I definitely think that the MLB, if they were gonna bring this up, they should have brought it up during the off season so players had time to adjust to this. Right. This coming at them right in the middle of the season when they have to make their start the next day or appear in this game, it's just not the right time for it. It's not. It's really throwing them off guard. It's basically like, oh, the train is on the guardrail right now. You don't know where the train is going to go because it has you have no control over it. But at the end of the day, it's like you're going to go out and start. And I'm not saying every ace is going to be Garrett Cole. They're really not. It's the fact that it's just Garrett Cole at the end of the day. It's the fact that he's just focused. That's what it is. It's the fact that if you let the media get to your head and you let all this crap going on, it depends on you as a person. I feel like he's just got a strong head on his shoulders that not many people have. He can go out on a stomach bug and pitch a perfect game if he wanted to. You're right. I can definitely see that from Cole. And I do feel bad for him because he is such a great, like, nice guy. And he's, like, the middle of this whole situation, by which Donaldson brought on the media. But I do, I do feel bad for Cole in that way that he's like the main one surrounding this topic. Yeah, when there should be other pitchers surrounded that topic as well. I don't understand why he was the only pitcher thrown out about that. When Donaldson did mention Bauer a little bit, but he goes, no, I didn't want to signal Cole out. Dude, you already did because the media already wrote about you as a rat. So at the end of the day, it's pretty much you. That's why nobody can trust you. I feel like... MLB's already got their own drama with their own commissioner. The commissioner doesn't even know anything about the sport. And then you got organizations having their own problem. So it's the fact that you got to deal with all this nonsense plus the crap going on in your organization. Why are all your players or half of your players on the IL every single day? Max Muncy's on the IL. Max Muncy's never on the IL. You're right. Why is all this happening? And mind you, Corey Seager has been on the IL twice in his career. He had it for Tommy John in 2018, and now he automatically gets hit in the hand randomly when nobody saw it coming. You take him for months already. And I, I don't know how this team is picking up without him, but they're doing a good job. But then what I don't understand is the fact that you still have all these pitchers out. 
that you need. You're bringing back one from the minors who hasn't even pitched on a major level. And you wonder why they're giving up all these runs. I can understand why you would want to use the substance. Because you're trying to figure out who you are as a pitcher. But on a major league level, I feel like you shouldn't even need it. No, you're right. And I even feel like, as you mentioned about the Corey Seager injury, that's more like a freak injury that happens and you get hit by a pitch. Just imagine if if no one was using this substance to help with their accuracy, how many more injuries you would have. You already have injuries like, okay, the strains of like the quad and shoulder problems with pitchers, arm problems. You already have that enough. You don't want like more injuries like happening on the field, like getting hit by pitches or sliding bad and hurting your knee or whatever, or your ankle or whatever it is. Like you just, if the, if um, if baseball just wants to like reduce the injuries, let them use the substance so they can keep their accuracy. Like, that's what it is. That's just the point. I, that's what I, I think MLB should do it. If they really wanted to start doing something, as I mentioned, the offseason would have been the better time for it. Yeah, because they would have had time to prepare, let alone go into spring training. You can always make mistakes there because those games are practice games. They don't count. But at the end of the day, it's like I'm noticing that it's either the same guys on the I.L. for different things. It's pitchers on the I.L. because they're throwing too much with their arm rather than their legs. Or it's the fact that you guys, you, you're putting people on the I.L. that shouldn't even be on the I.L., which brings me back to Cody Bellinger. Why is he on the I.L. again? Why? Did he, just, did he just go on again? Yes, he just went on again. Apparently, they were trying to keep him off of it and give him day-to-day, but he wasn't in the lineup today, and they scratched him early yesterday, or they yeah, took no, him I... out early. But you have surgery trying to put your shoulder back in place. I understand you're not supposed to be doing that too much because it will lead into surgery. Then you had surgery on something else. Now you pulled a quad or something. How you're not even supposed to have any injuries, period, dude. Yeah, I know. And it's just, it's just like sucks because Bellinger's one of the young stars in our game. And that's not good for MLB when they lose players like that, like from injury. But then you have less people showing up to the ballpark. What if someone says, Oh, I'm, I'm going to see Cody Bellinger? Like they're big fans. He's a fan favorite. And then you have someone like that not showing up, not to the ballpark because Cody Bellinger's not playing. And that's what's surprising too, with like Corey Seager or even back players who barely see the injured list and they're all of a sudden on the injured list this year and I'm sure it has something to do with going back to the, the pandemic shortened year last year the season was only 60 games and I'm sure them ramping up and now they're going through a whole long 162 game season again it's tough for them yeah I mean I can understand with Muncy it's the fact that he probably needs more conditioning than he thought he ever needed with Seager I feel like he's fine because he, you have people who know how you are to rely on but it's the fact that at the end of the day, like I say, these, they're humans at the end of the day. They're, they're going through a personal. And trust me, I know the personal. So you're not everybody's going to be a to the T star like Corey Seager, who just came off of an MVP season. You're not going to be like that. It's the fact that going back to mental, to the mental part of baseball, if you're not mentally there and they're seeing you, you're going to lead to injuries. You're right. And also, that leads me more going back to the illegal substance topic. Um, I don't know if you heard um, Pete Alonso's comments about yes. like, the whole situation. He said he said that MLB manipulates and changes the ball based on the next year's free agent class, which kind of means, I guess, like how in 2019, there was a huge class of free agent pitchers. So that's right. when the balls were juiced, like trying to get them to not make as much money and make them look bad. And now, right. since there's a big position player class coming with the shortstops in as a big market, they yes. MLB decided to get into baseball, so they're not they're not do hitting as well. So they're not hitting as yeah, 
That's I noticed that too. Do you think you think that's like? Do you think that makes sense? Is that a conspiracy theory? Do you do you think that's why MLB is changing the baseballs, or do you think it just happens to be that trying to figure out like a balance for the game? I don't even think it's a balance for the game because if it was a balance for the game, we'd have a new commissioner by now. I honestly think due to Alonzo's comments, and I don't always agree with him because I feel like he talks about himself too much. But at the end of the day, I do agree. It does go with the with the with the class itself. Because if you have a new set of pitchers coming up, you're going to want the baseballs to be different. If you have a new set of shortstops coming up, especially now, I feel like every single draft season, there's always this one guy that sticks out like a sore thumb. And he always, as soon as you hit the major level, he flumps. Why? Because of the baseball. Right. At the end of the day, it comes down to the baseball. You, He could have been a star a freaking shortstop at this university. Now he's just a small mouse. Yeah. When there's a- other people that are better than him, who are probably down the road older than him. And maybe that's what MLB is doing. Like they're trying to, like now they have the baseballs kind of deadened in the way. So these these big shortstops like Trevor Story, Carlos Correa, Corey Seager don't get paid that big money. And maybe that means something for like any like, shortstops coming up. Like do they want like usually like, they want they want teams to, like use like their young shortstops and young players from their system instead of like signing the, the big the big year contract or I really don't know. But like I just thought that that comment was interesting that Pete Alonso made because I feel like I feel like for him to say that I feel like that's something that that MLB did. Yeah, did like, definitely because yeah no I honestly do agree with him there. That comment was probably dead on because I was thinking that too. And I'm noticing the baseballs change every single year when you have a new draft class. So it's at the end of the day, it's like guys like Corey, they're getting older and they're realizing they're injury prone. Oh God, they might not last any longer. You have people like Gavin Lux who are still young trying to take Corey's position. And some Dodger fans are delusional about that. But one day that's going to happen. And Corey's not going to be the the A shortstop that you want him to be because he's not getting any field time. You're right. Like once teams are seeing these these shortstops, like what if let's say Trevor Story doesn't do well? I mean, he just came off the injury list. Like let's say overall he has a bad year, he's not going to get the amount of money that the potential right. money he can make. He's right. not going to make as much. He's not going to get as big of a contract, and mm-hmm. it's going to be his only chance to get get a big contract because by the time he is free agent, he's a free agent next. His career is going to be towards the end, and he's going to be signing one year, two year, three year deals. He's not going to be getting that big contract. Yeah. He's going to make that big money, and now MLB's making the baseball. I just don't think it's right to be changing them. Maybe they shouldn't have been juiced in the first place. How about we just have a regular baseball? Have one regular baseball. Do not touch it. Just have that same baseball as you mentioned too about how the young players, the college players coming up, they do great in college, and then the whole the whole ball has changed when they come to the major leagues. Yes. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. You gotta have the ball like consistent. I just feel like I, I see like if they if they are changing it like to the free agent class like with money related. Like I mean, it's just I just feel like changing the ball is just going too far with it. Yes, I feel like that's what it is, and it's giving guys that are like you say a listers or that they're gonna get the big contract, and then they realize, oh my god, I'm getting older, my body's disintegrating, I'm I don't have enough muscle tissue to like these younger guys do. And I say this now because I said this to a couple of Vandy baseball fans because they have Jack Leiter coming up eventually in the draft class. Once he gets up here and he gets himself situated, he's obviously going to be one of those A-list pitchers. I can understand that. But when he gets to the peak of his career, when he starts hitting Cody Bellinger's age at 25, watch them drop him. 
and actually mentioning Jack Leiter, um, I heard recently how there is a chance that he goes back to Vanderbilt and doesn't doesn't go like he doesn't get drafted. He doesn't go into professional. Did, have you heard anything about that? I did, and I honestly think it's up to him because I feel like the way it is, the way the draft class is with the pitchers, is they basically pitchers as soon as they hit a certain age. Notice pitchers retire faster than your offense. No, you're right, and I feel like say he he loves college and he loves his team. Like, and if he wants to stay, let him stay. But then I mean, you've been hearing too, like, what if God forbid, what if he gets injured? And then he, then he's like injured pretty bad, and that, that kind of like moves back his MLB career. Because some players, some people might think, okay, I want to get to the MLB as soon as I can and have the longest career I possibly can. But yeah. other guys are like, okay, if you love college, why not stay there as long as you can and then move on to the MLB? But yeah. He, also, his 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 father played major league baseball too. Yeah. So, maybe he hears stories about it. Who knows what they talk about? Things like, okay, yeah, maybe don't don't rush your college career. Let your college career play out. It's very fun. It's, there's no rush, or you can, you can wait a couple of years. Like he's learning from someone who's who is, uh, has like, the experience. So I feel like whatever he does, I feel like he knows what he's doing. It will it'll be the right decision for him, whatever whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't come up to the pro level, that's on him. And there's another guy that I know from Stetson University, where Corey Kluber went, and where Jacob Degrom went, that he doesn't want to play in the pro in the pro leagues or in the minor leagues because of how baseball is now. I think most of these guys are pretty much scared of getting drafted because, like I said, they hit a certain age and they plunk. They don't know where to go after that because it's like, oh, crap, I'm on the major level or I'm going to retire. And and what's it for me? Like, we're not we're not always going to be big people on a big level. People are going to forget about us when we retire. There's only a couple names in baseball that people don't forget. Like, not all of us are Ken Griffey Jr. and or the Griffey family. We don't always make it to that level. There's some pictures that you kind of have to think about that at the end of the day. Yeah, it also makes me think about how free agency classes were like the last couple of years and how Harper didn't sign until like halfway through spring training and and a lot of guys Mm -hmm. didn't, they signed very late. Like the MLB, all the teams came together. Let's 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 wait so we don't have to pay these these guys the money that they want. Let's make them have to take the money that we offer them. So who knows where that's moving? Is that going to continue? Because if, if pitchers and players overall just coming up and seeing that, knowing that eventually in their careers they're going to become free agents, do they want that? Like it's just like it's like it's an issue in, in MLB. Or what if you don't know if you're going to have a job or you know you deserve this amount of money, but MLB might change the baseball so you don't so it looks like you don't deserve that money. Yeah, that's basically what it is, and it's like going back to pitchers retiring faster. They think the substance is going to work for them. Technically, the substance really doesn't work for anybody. I have one final question for you. So. Alonzo, during when he, while he was making those comments, he blamed MLB for the use of these illegal substances. If pitchers are using it, we don't, we still don't know like how many pitchers are or what pitchers aren't. But like clearly, there is there might be an issue with it, and he's blaming MLB for this issue. Do you, like, what do you think of his comments? I do like his comments, and like I said, I don't agree with a lot of things he says because I feel like it's just it's mostly him related. But now I feel like he's branching himself out because he's not a rookie anymore. And he knows, like, his contract may be on the line, too, considering he has had his injuries that even these Mets, the Mets organization doesn't know yet. They might cut his contract. So now he's pretty much backfiring at them, saying, you're the problem, MLB. Yeah, and, and, but you think that, like, 
I do feel like it's MLB's fault in a way. As I mentioned it multiple times, how they did, they never said anything about these substances. They might have known it was going on, but they never said anything about it. Right. And now all of a sudden they think it's an issue. And I think that's MLB's fault. If the pitchers, like let's say Cole, let's say like ML, everyone, everyone in the Astros, they were like, okay, every, everyone uses this substance here and everyone uses it around Major League Baseball. Try it. It's going to help you. And then maybe Cole started using it from there. And maybe he, they that. And, and that's MLB's fault for not saying from the very beginning. Right. This, this is something you shouldn't be using. Right. And I do feel like that. That now is going to be an issue for these pitchers, especially ones who are coming up and being free agents. Like Cole's lucky now. He signed his contract, his big contract a couple years ago. And he's locked in for probably like almost all of his career. But yeah. these other pitchers are going to be dealing with that. Maybe they, they haven't used that substance for the last couple of years. Like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be a free agent for two years. I, I, I better learn how to go without it because now MLB's deciding this. MLB just needs to be more consistent with what they're saying. Yes, they do need to be more consistent because they're confusing even the people that are older than us, that have been watching the game for billions of years. They're confusing those people even more because back then, like even David Cohn, he was like, I don't even know what a gas station is. I don't even know. I just used to use hairspray in a rosin bag. He goes, what is all this sticky stuff? I've never used it in my life. He's like, yeah. I wish we had that. You know, we, we were able to have that. But they didn't have a gas chamber or analytics or anything like that. It was like you go to the ballpark, you eat your popcorn, you watch the game, you leave. Now everything is like in between, like, oh my God, you got to worry about this guy sliding the wrong way, or this pitcher is going to need Tommy John next year, or you're going to have this manager fired because he doesn't know his base running rules. You're right. And even how you mentioned uh, David Cohn, like, he didn't have the technology that MLB has now. Like, the gas station, it was like a whole thing about uh, you get so many, like, feed, so many feedback, so many stats back from it, like your spin rate. It goes so deep into it that David Cohn and players back then didn't have. So I do feel like. I feel like overall the technology is good. I mean, I know hopefully it doesn't lead to the substance use. Like you say, okay, this is the same rate without the substance, and here it is with it. And that can lead to that also because you have that technology. But I do think that technology is going to help the pitchers too because, as I mentioned, as we haven't really seen much, but every every player, no matter if you're a hitter or a fielder or a pitching, you're, everyone's trying to get better. So, of course, the hitting has so much technology, too. And now at least these pitchers and the gas station was just built last year. So now you have that new technology that pitchers can start catching up. And now's the point in the game where the pitchers have caught up. And now the hitters have to adjust next. It's going to be kind of like uh, catching each other. Like, okay, one year pitchers are better. One year hitters are dominating the game, which we've seen in the past. Yeah, and hitters are doing terrible right now because pitchers are getting better. Yeah. And even like, yeah, the juice baseball, I think the baseballs are a big part of it, too, because you have the juice baseball. That's making everyone have everyone hit the home runs and hitting the bombs and everything like that, and that was bad for the pitchers. And now the dead in baseballs are good for the pitchers. Now they're they're dominating the game. That's why there's been so many no hitters lately. So definitely baseball is easy. I feel it just needs to be more consistent with it overall. And yes. I feel like MLB is to blame for this issue. Do you agree? All right, Sarah, this was a great conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. Thank you so much, Julia. Definitely going to have you again soon. We have a lot more to talk about, including maybe an all-star ballot. Eventually soon we should talk about that for sure. Yes, definitely. All right. Thank you so much, Sarah, for joining. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Baseball Fever Podcast. I hope you enjoyed, and I will see you next time.